Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of the Better Events Podcast. And I shouldn't even just say episode, I should say the new season, season two of the Better Events Podcast is here. I'm Logan Clements, one of your co-hosts, and Mary and I are so stoked for this new season, for today's episode. We're actually going to be tackling everything about goal setting. So if you need to catch up, I do recommend you go back and listen to our episode 35 and 34. Had some great nuggets in terms of looking back at 2021 and lessons you can take into the new year. But it's the new year. It's 2022. We're excited to talk about goals that we have both as our ourselves, as our businesses, and how you can apply that to your annual strategy. And also, we include some tips about how we do our goals and I do encourage you to give it a listen because we do have a fun little giveaway if you stick around with us till the end. And I do want to say hi to all of our listeners on Spotify because we're trying something new with season two. We're going to try to do a video podcast. So if you're someone who wants to see what Mary and I look like, what our guests look like, I do encourage you to watch it over on Spotify. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Better Events Podcast. Join two event strategists, Logan Clements and Mary Davidson, who believe we can all create, host, and attend better events. In this podcast, you will learn about event strategy and actions that you can use today as an event host, planner, or manager. Hear directly from the people who are creating innovative and inspiring events today and tomorrow, and grow your business along the way. Now let's get started, and thanks for listening to the Better Events Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Better Events Podcast. We are so grateful to have you with us today. It's a new year, a new season, and so we want to say hello and to reintroduce ourselves. But be sure to stick around until the end of the episode because we are giving away some Starbucks gift cards and we request something very simple in return. So make sure to stick around and learn more about that at the end of the episode. So I'm going to pass it over to Logan Clements one of the co-hosts of the Better Events Podcast, and she's going to introduce herself since it's a new year. Hi, Mary. Yeah, I know. Happy New Year. It's uh, 2022. I, I still It still sounds weird to say, but yes, I'm uh, just to reintroduce myself to any new listeners here, I'm Logan Clements. I'm a freelance event producer based out of Seattle, Washington. I have my own company, Logan Strategy Group, and I specialize in event production, event management when it comes to in-person, hybrid, or virtual events. Uh, you can often find me working sporting events are my favorite, but I've also worked with nonprofits, um, corporations, couples, kind of everything and anything under the sun. But I'm usually my happiest when it's something related to sports. And I'm currently learning how to snowboard. How'd I do, Mary? Was that a, was that a I love it. That brief was enough 30-second spiel? Yeah, it was super brief. <laughs> While we are thinking about you, can you also share where listeners can find you if they'd like to follow you? Oh, yes. If you'd like to follow me, you can go to loganstrategygroup.com. has links to all of my social media or on Instagram at, at loganstrategygroup underscore events with an S. Um, and you can also feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn. And I also do a lot of free content on YouTube. So if you just search Logan Clements on YouTube, you'll find my channel. Which you should because her content is awesome. I'm not just saying that. It is something to aspire for. So check it out. All the, all uh, the free I mean, content. <laughs> all the free content is the best kind. Um, all right. I think it's my turn. Here we go. All right. Well, everyone, you've been listening to me talk. I'm Mary Davidson, and I also have an event company called EP Events, Events with the Purpose, and Purposeful Events are our jam. And we specialize in nonprofit events, corporate events, community events, whether virtual, in-person, or hybrid. So that's me. Oh, and Logan said she likes to snowboard. So I like cats. 
there you go. Uh, I yes. always have to plug it a little bit, but I am a true cat lady, so there you go. Yeah, and you can sometimes hear the cats on the podcast. Not very often, but sometimes they make an appearance. They do, occasionally, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and where you can follow me, if you'd like, is at EP Events LLC on Instagram, Facebook, and I just got a Twitter, so you can. I am so proud of you. Thank so you. Proud. But not only that, we should make this official announcement. The Better Events Pod is also now on Twitter too. So you can follow the podcast there as well. All your Twitter needs, we are now here for you. Yeah, now you can you can tweet us, you can retweet us, you can like. I honestly I feel bad. Sorry, listeners. I'm not a big Twitter person. I have a Twitter account as well as a company and a personal <laughs> one, I believe, but I probably haven't posted in like a year. Um, I, I chose to to focus on like Instagram and LinkedIn, but yes, I'm very proud that we now will have a Twitter, so you can follow us along on our tweeting journey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, we want to transition into our topic for today, which we have an icebreaker, which we always start with, and this one goes along pretty well with our topic for today. So we're going to reflect back on 2021. So, Logan, what are three words that you would pick to describe 2021? So we always write these down ahead of time. And I feel like I always forget to write my answers down. <laughs> so I put you ahead on the spot again. <laughs> I know. I, I've like tried to think of um, three words I think I'd have to describe 2021. Groundbreaking, surprising. I can't think of a third one right now. I got groundbreaking and surprising. I'll say sports. That's not really a word, but I'm going to go with That's not like a I was going to say adjective. sporty. For sporty. You. There you go. Sure. Sports. But the return of sports. And it was a big year in terms of both as a business. I've I've never had a more profitable year, which is amazing. Um, and I got to go to the Olympics, which was groundbreaking in my head. But I think also just surprising because 2020 was the worst year I've ever had as a business. So just kind of the emotional whiplash, personally and professionally, of 2021 is hopefully summed up in those three succinct words for you. <laughs> Mary, how about you? What are your three words that you'd use to describe 2021? Yeah, so I would say... These really are not great describing words, but fast went by quickly. <laughs> I just feel like there was like a lot that happened and it, I look back and I was like, whoa. And so it just feels fast. Um, contemplative, I don't know if that's necessarily the right word, but a lo- lots of lots of contemplation. So I guess that's the right word. Lots of I take contemplative. I accept that. <laughs> yes. Um, reflections, thoughts, planning, all that stuff. And then the last one, I would say experiential because like you said, it, there's just a lot that happened and a lot um, a lot of experiences that I had that were super fun, whether it was business or personal. And so, yeah, I would say those are my three. Nice. Well, I feel like this one, today's topic of talking about goal setting for yourself as well as your business really kind of aligns with what we've done in the last couple episodes where we were kind of reflecting back on the year but we're also big on kind of looking forward. Um, So why not do a goal setting one? And I, Mary, I love your note on this one. New year, who dis? (laughs) It cracks me up. But hey, it is. It's a new year. It is an opportunity. I think this is like the the best part. And I know I personally currently am feeling a little overwhelmed by all the opportunity and excitement we're supposed to have at the, at the start of the year. So I'm, I'm going to be probably jumping into some of these goals a little slower than I thought I would be as I still recover from last year. But Mary, I'm going to hand it over to you because I believe you brought along some 
some quote inspiration for us. This will help me as well as our listeners get excited about our goal setting. Absolutely. I am a quote person, so I hope all of you are as well. But I'm taking kind of a different turn on it because when I hear goal setting, I think my initial reaction isn't always positive. It, in fact, is definitely more negative. And so these quotes actually kind of have to do with this. So we're going to start off with some sarcastic inspiration, which is my favorite kind. So the first quote is, this 2022, my resolution is to complete the resolution of 2021 that I should have completed in 2020. <laughs> Did you get it? That was a maze. All right. All right. That's sometimes what happens. All right. So maybe that resonates with you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Here's another one. Maybe you feel this. My new year's resolution is to stop hanging out with people who ask me about my new year's resolutions. So if that's the case, you might turn off this episode. <laughs> no. no, don't do that. There's there's better stuff to come. Last well, sarcastic Mary, one. I, oh, I will ahead. like to say there's a reason we call this episode goal setting and not new year's resolution. So you're right. Don't turn us off just yet. We're going to be talking about it in the goal setting yes, mentality. Yes, goals. But yeah, Mary, let, hit me with one more of these sarcastic ones. <laughs> one more. May all your troubles last as long as your goal. The goals one. <laughs> so uh, yeah, good job, everybody. Um, No, but seriously, jokes aside, if you're like me, I know that I need to be in the right mood and mindset when I'm goal setting, kind of like what Logan said earlier. So whether – this is goal setting specifically like we're talking about today or maybe New Year's resolutions, whatever you want to call it. It genuinely is important, especially for business development. And so I will leave you with one last motivating feel-good quote. This one's legit. Okay, here we go. It says, by recording your dreams and goals on paper or wherever, you set in motion the process of becoming the person you most want to be. Put your future in good hands, your own. So there you go. That's a good one, Mary. Yeah, I think just to set the scene kind of for our listeners, if you're a longtime listener or a first-time listener, you know, Mary and I both are event planners, event producers, but we also run our own businesses. We're in kind of two different stages, I'd say, with our where we are with our businesses. But I'll speak for myself. I know that goal setting has been a crucial element to helping me stay in business as long as I have and continue to enjoy doing what I'm doing. So if you are someone who also has your own business or if you work for someone else, I just think this is like a crucial step that you don't want to, you don't want to skip, especially if you're, if you're one of the more sarcastic people and don't necessarily see the value in, in new year's resolutions. If it's easier for you to think of it as goal setting, or as Mary said, we're planning for future us and the only people who can do that are ourselves. So that's kind of the, the goal of this goal setting episode. Yeah, definitely. And I think getting started is like, as is life on anything, getting started is one of the hardest parts. And for me, I find a lot of, uh, there's lots of resources and like motivations out there. When I sit down and like with a piece of paper and I'm like, all right, I'm going to make some goals. For me, that's really hard. I have to like rack my brain. But when I listen to motivational speakers or things like that, they're like, you got to look at it this way and this way. And like, yes, I have all these, all these ideas. And so hopefully this episode can also be a resource for you. But um, we could just dive right into how do we actually set goals for ourselves and for our businesses. So Logan, what do you do or what advice do you have? Yeah, I'm going to mention one that we've talked about on the pod before, but my uh, passion planner is one of my favorite ways that I stay organized. And they have this cool exercise. It's called a passion roadmap. We'll link it in the notes because they actually, I was doing some dive. You don't have to buy the planner. They actually just have the passion roadmap as a free PDF that you can download and you can print it out and put it in whatever planner you use. But 
one of the cool things that has you game out, what would you do if, if you could do anything, be anything, achieve anything, what would it be? I get really stressed out when we talk about like five year, 10 year, 15 year goals because they just seem too far down the line for me. So for whatever reason, this exercise works because they have you break it down into lifetime, three year, one year, and three months. And so you put today's date and then you kind of just put a timer on for five minutes and think about that, that question of what could you be anything, do anything, achieve anything, what would it be? And that's a really fun exercise to do because I'll find that personal goals come out of that, professional goals come out of it too. And it kind of breaks down that scary five years. I know Mary, you and I talk about it because it's just, that's like a big number. Um, and this is a fun exercise to kind of just start to see where I'm at. And then I can see if anything bounces out. I've had some goals that I think are just kind of changed. You know, if I looked back at my roadmap I did two years ago, it's not what I have right now because of COVID and the pandemic and my business changing. But I think that's a great way to get started. So putting pen to paper and just kind of brainstorming. Yeah, absolutely. I, I like that a lot. So like Logan said, we'll make sure we link that in the show notes because it sounds like an awesome resource. And when I was thinking about this and what goes along with what you were just saying, I think of that, that like classic interview question about where do you want to be in five years or where do you see yourself in five years or something like that. I think it's a good question because you can then think about it and then work backwards. Like what is it going to take for me to get there? Um, but I think a maybe even better question is what does my future self want? And for example, for me, when I think, what does my future self want? I want freedom. That's why I started my business. That's like the overall goal of my life. And so then then you ask yourself, what do I need to sacrifice to get there? What do I need to sacrifice to get this freedom that I want? And those right there are your goals. And I think it's an interesting way to look at it because goals do take sacrifice. Like they are hard work. It's not necessarily always easy. That's kind of the point of it. You're working towards something. Um, so for me, that that works for me. I like those questions and that mindset. Yeah. No, that's it. It's a good way to think about future you. There's some scientific studies, psych like psychology study out there that, yeah, if you think of future you and actually like name, like think of yourself personified in the future. So like if older you's like Irene, and she's 85. Like, what would you want Irene to have have or do? Or, and there, there's, a, I believe it in some book I'd read that they, that was a study. I'll see if I can find it. We can link to it. But it was fascinating how by personifying future you makes you way more invested in that person than just hypothetically saying, oh, in the future, I want XYZ. So I think that's a super awesome, awesome exercise. For me, also setting goals for myself and our business, a big one for me in this podcast is an example of that is finding an accountability partner or a system. So I'm a big fan of having someone else to help me do things <laughs> or, you know, the podcast had been on my to-do list or on my wish list, my goal list for years. And I just never, I even recorded an episode or two of an old um, idea I had a couple years ago and it never got off the ground. And I will say probably be just because I had Mary here to like break it down into smaller chunks and say, okay, what do we need to do to launch it? Okay. What do we need to do this month to keep it going? Okay. What do we need to do next? And having someone to like divide up those tasks with made sure it actually happened. And so that's something I've, I think the podcast is one example, but I also have mentors and other people I lean on to help hold me accountable to especially tasks that are for my business because I don't have a client holding me accountable. They just tend to fall farther down my list. So having somebody, or when I say systems, like there's like automated emails, there's, you know, if you're trying to build new habits, if you want to go on a walk every day or trying to eat healthier, do whatever these are, there are definitely systems already out there that you can utilize 
um, I did a meditation app for a while and that was like tracking how many days in a row you did. And so you can also use technology if you don't necessarily have tons of people at your disposal, but that really helps you make the goals go from the pieces of paper that we talked about, the brainstorming into reality if you're breaking it down with the help of others. I love that point that accountability can be a person or people, but it can also be technology. I think that's super cool. And like how lucky are we to live in this world where we actually have access to something like that. So definitely makes it more, makes me feel like it's more achievable. So that's a great point. I was going to say, there's definitely an app for that. We're in that age now where almost yeah. anything that you're looking to do, there's an app for that. So <laughs> yeah, totally. What's your next Something one, Mary? else. Yeah. So when I'm thinking about goals for myself or my business, I I like looking back at what I've accomplished in the past, like what's actually worked out in the past, because being able to break down times that I've been able to succeed is motiv- is motivating. And because I think sometimes it's, uh, it, like I was saying before, at least for me, it's daunting. And so if you can note the things that you have done, even if it's small, it's like, it's just like little things like, um, like think about today, for example, you're listening to this episode, think of something that you accomplished today. It doesn't need to be like this big grand annual goal. It can just be something small. So if you're able to accomplish like the, a small day-to-day accomplishment, then you can accomplish something bigger. And then, I don't know, to me, <laughs> that makes sense in my brain. And so it's much more motivating to be able to just focus on the wins that you have accomplished and then move forward. Yeah. And again, that's maybe if it's pen to paper, you know, writing down these goals yeah. and it's fun to go back and look when you've achieved stuff or typing them up and keeping them in a folder or on a note on your phone somewhere. So you're like visibly seeing them and then able to tick them off. That's a very satisfying feeling. So I think my other one I had for how I create goals as a business, and again, something else we've talked about on the podcast, but I will reiterate because it was so important, was having that retreat day as a company where I went and stayed in a hotel for a night and just kind of took time away from everything else to think about my business and my big goals and like what I liked, what I didn't like, what, what do I want more of, what do I want that I hadn't even thought about doing this year. And we did that with the podcast here. And that I think really helped us refocus and get some things done that we've just been meaning to get done. And I already have for 2022, I'm going to do an annual retreat again in December, but I'm actually going to try to do one in June or July, about halfway through the year, just to do that mid-year check-in with myself, because it was very productive to kind of just shut everything else out and realize, like you talked about, Mary, that freedom, you know, or whatever your bigger goal is, like refocusing in and going, okay, am I actually going towards those big goals or did I get distracted because, you know, this big shiny event that I should be wanting to do, but in reality doesn't actually align with what I want to do. You know, it just kind of helps you kind of re recenter. So that was one. If you are thinking about it, the key is really just like change your location. I mean, you don't have to go to a hotel. You can go to a coffee shop you've never been to or a co-working space. That's what Mary and I did for the podcast. But just something new, I feel like tricks your brain into like thinking, oh, this is a special day and we're going to be really focused and, you know, get things done. Yeah, definitely. I wasn't even thinking about that, but you're so right. Um, This past the last month of the 2021 December in December I guess that's that's what that is I um I tried to kind of intentionally take that month off and it was so motivating because I was able to have that reflection time so you're right I guess is what you're explaining is it was kind of like a mini retreat and yeah I was able to set so many goals the goals that we are going to share later in this episode is what I kind of did during the month of December so couldn't agree more And just to add, I have one more, which is this is also another type, I guess, of goal that you could um, create. And this is something that a lot of you are probably familiar with, which is 
a SMART goal. This is something that's preached a lot, but SMART, if you're not familiar with it, is specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based. Basically, it's a type of goal that you create that gives you that accountability, that word we used earlier, um, because it's very specific and metric-driven. And so it, it supposedly helps you reach it better. And I do like SMART goals. Mine don't look, I mean, this is the thing. There's like, it can look the way that you want it to look. It doesn't necessarily be like this paragraph of a goal that you write out. It might be, that might be what works for you. But I think it's important to let yourself be able to recognize success. And sometimes that happens because you need to set a metric and make it measurable and all that type of stuff. So if that works for you, then make it a SMART goal as well. Yeah, I love that. I think like if you have a financial goal, if you're trying to pay down debt or a student loan, you know, setting your SMART goal of having an actual amount you're trying to save or pay down versus just saying, you know, pay down my debt, you know, putting a, putting an actual number to it, I think is super helpful and actually making you feel like you're making progress towards that goal. But Mary, you want to dive into some past goals we've had and maybe some some tips we've learned? Um I'm happy to start first. I yeah, feel like I kind of teased off. it already a little bit with finance. Yeah. But, um, my, I had financial goals for 2021 and I got to, I hit them. I had some debt from when I first started my business. And so back when I, again, when I said having it be something specific, I wanted to be debt free and I had a number in mind of how much I wanted, needed to pay back. And I was able to, to do that and still make record revenue for my year, um, and some of the things that helped really were, like we talked about earlier, like writing it down, just having an actual record of those goals. Because I couldn't have told you what my goals were from back in January of 2021, but it was very cool going back to what I'd written down in that passion roadmap that I did. And then big one for me is uh, reading books. So Mary talked about resources and listening, maybe you go to podcasts or things, but for me, I really like reading. And so reading books on how other people got to where they are really has helped me stay motivated and hitting goals and personal goals and things like that. And my big takeaway really is like, you need to realize that everyone's journey is not the same. It's all going to look different. You're going to find people who are very successful, who came from, you know, very privileged backgrounds. You're going to find some very successful people who came from nothing. And, you know, they all have different ways that they work and they're productive and they're happy. But a couple that I really, I wanted to call out and we'll link to all of these. Um, I have four of them. If you're looking for any books to add to your reading list, um, the first one would be Profit First. I've talked about this again also. It's completely reorganized my finances. So I will say I credit that book with why I feel like I had a pretty good financial year where I didn't start creeping up with expenses as I was making more money, which was kind of a game changer for me. Um, I also love uh, Tim Ferriss's Four Hour Work Week. That was a big one of changing my time and just how I like view myself as as if I'm productive. Um, and then on a personal note, I had Fitness for Everybody by Meg Boggs. Um, that was a big one that was talking about fitness and health and us just not looking at people who look fit or look healthy and just assuming they're healthy. And then my last one was uh, The Broke Millennial Talks Money by Aaron Lowry. And that is a really big one of just kind of how you talk about money in your relationships, your friendships, your work relation, your work and everything. So those were kind of four books, a couple that I'd read this year, a couple that I read pre prior, but they were very, very helpful for me in terms of helping me feel motivated. And I would ideally credit with them with helping me achieve my goals. How about you, Mary? Those were awesome. I, I am always looking for books, so I'm excited to check those out. Um, Yeah, for me, I really only set one goal. And it's, uh, it's, I guess I should say that's what it turned into. So as far as business goals, 
I really only had one. And if I had, a, if I could accomplish it, that I was going to be just so very pleased. And so um, I didn't really have many awesome personal goals because I feel like my business was life. And I'm not saying that's what I recommend, but that is what the situation was. So anyway, my goal was to replace my income from when I was um, a full-time employee before I started my business. And I did. And so that was awesome. And I'm so happy about it. And so um, I kind of had a reward that I said at the beginning, which was motivating to me. And this is going to make me sound so superficial. So please don't judge me. I might have even mentioned it before (laughs) on the podcast, but it was to get my eyebrows microbladed. Don't look at them if you're on YouTube. Okay. They They are. Well, they're covered up because they're actually healing right now. Anyway, I won't go into the process, but um, (laughs) it uh, so it worked. The goal motivated me, and I'm not saying that's why it happened. There's actually a lot of small goals I think that made it happen. So the reality is, this one big goal actually took a bunch of little goals to be able to reach it. So, for example, most of the year I tried to reach out to like three people every day, whether it was a potential client, a LinkedIn connection, a vendor, potential partner. So I'm sure that that helped into the big goal. And I will say. Before we started the podcast, Logan and I did a little uh, snippet with some friends called Holiday Squares, and we did talk about our goals. I don't know if you remember that, Logan, and I remember I told you all that I was going to start a garden, so this is me being accountable. I didn't ever start it, but that was one personal (laughs) goal I had. Dang, I'm gonna have to go back and listen to it. I'll I'll share. We can share on the on our Instagram if I get my reaction to whatever my goal my goal was. Yeah. I think I got burned by 2020 a little bit. So I, I hear you, Mary, yeah. of being somewhat conservative, but I think there was a little theme there with you and I both financially motivated again with 2020 being uncertain. It was, I know that's felt like a huge win. Um, I was curious, Mary, you sounded like you said you also told, did you tell people, like, did you verbalize this goal to people and whether it's just telling them what your reward would be or that you had this kind of like a financial target? Yeah. Well, just to my family really I think is who I let that um open towards yeah yeah and it's not that I wanted to keep it a secret or anything but yeah I think part of me was afraid if I didn't reach it you know there'd be judgment or whatever so I'm afraid to share goals with other people but (laughs) um I but I do think it's a healthy thing to be able to talk about and so yeah I mean we kind of talked about it um and then as I saw it was becoming more of a reality I was more willing to kind of share it more widely but yeah so yeah, but it sounds like you told a couple people. I mean, that's my other one. I yeah. think I just in terms of a tip is the more you can speak it into being. Um, I think I talked about it on the podcast, which I haven't done it because we moved apartments like six months ago and I just haven't gotten resettled. But I had this whiteboard from this book I read, another book theme, that was about the whiteboard method. And it was this idea that you kind of left blank spaces for clients each quarter and they would slowly fill up and you'd leave two unexpected extra blanks for things that would happen. And it was very interesting because I don't want to say the whiteboard was magical, but I definitely ended up filling up all those slots. And I don't know if it's, again, I don't, well, not going to credit the whiteboard with doing it because I definitely did it. But the idea of either like having it visible, my partner could see it. He could see I was making progress. I could see it like just, I don't know, speaking it into being definitely helps. I think COVID's turned me a little bit more woo-woo than I probably was in the past. But I think if you have any goals, you don't have to tell everyone. You don't have to post on Instagram, but like tell one other person just to make it real. And then you can choose based on your comfort levels of how much you want to shout it from the rooftops if you get there. Like for me, it was my my debt that I had was a lot of credit card debt from starting my business that I just like couldn't get off my back. And I had a couple close friends that were 
you know, I, I told about it and that they were the ones then as I was paying it down pretty aggressively, like I was calling them to be like, Hey, I need, I need someone to like woo with me for this. Cause I, I need that positive reinforcement to keep going. So, um, I think there's a power in speaking in, into, into being. Yeah. 10 out of 10 recommend that whiteboard idea. I heard it from Logan and I've done it and it's super motivating to be able to look on that wall and just see what you've accomplished, what's coming in and then your manifestations for sure. So go whiteboard method. We'll make a note. I'll put yeah. that in. I can, I got to find that too. I'll, we'll, we're gonna have so many resources for you in these show notes, guys. <laughs> Starting the year off strong. Exactly. Do you want to touch on some 2022 goals? Yeah, mine are, I mean, pretty brief. I think you can kind of see a uh, pattern here. I try not to overwhelm myself, so they're pretty small. So I'll just jump right in if you don't mind and share just a couple of them. Um, So financially, it is to make a certain dollar amount, which once again, I'm too scared to say it to the world, but it's a certain dollar amount. So if I make it, I'll let you know at the end of the year. Stay tuned. (laughs) Um, So that's one. And then also to... Um, this one's more like floofy, but to dream uh, about big ideas. And there are a few that I have, which once again, I'm not willing to share about them yet, but uh, they are big ideas. And if they work out, that'd be amazing. So just to kind of let myself dream about them, honestly, not just shut it down because it sounds so grand. Um, And the next one is to pursue speaking engagements, which Logan, I don't mean to put a goal for you as well, but I think this is something we are both thinking about. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that one would be really fun. And then my last one is to hire a team member. So hopefully I can be in a place to do that sooner than later. Very exciting. Yeah. Those are some great goals. Again, I think, I mean, I, I don't need to praise you for them. Your goals are your own. So really, as well, long as you're happy you with them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it sounds like a good mix. I, mine are, I have two here. Um, we talked about people not liking New Year's resolutions. So whether you're pro or con New Year's resolutions, something I've I always wanted to adopt, and I think this year I'm actually going to do it, is instead of having like a resolution, I'm going to kind of have a word. That's my theme for the year. Um, and this one's nice and floofy. It's just intention. And so I want to have intention in everything that I'm doing here in 2022. So that's saying yes to projects that have intention behind them and align with what my bigger goals are. Um, you know, usually it's like, I'm learning something new or it's a client I've always wanted to work with or other ways. Um, but I think this is unique for me because I'm combining a lot of the virtual business that I've built over the last two years with some of my in-person sports business that I had before COVID and just figuring out how to balance those two while still having time for me (laughs) and staying sane. So just trying to have intention behind it. And that intention also comes with saying no to things. I love saying yes, but I'm going to practice, I'm practicing saying no, and there's an intention behind it. Um, and then my last one is to take, or my second one and last one, uh, take time off this year. So I'm going to aim to treat myself like a full-time employee. Like if most people who work at companies get paid time off, they get that PTO and they probably have a manager who maybe talks to them if they're a nice manager and says, Hey, you've been taking a lot of PTO recently. You know, you might want to use that. So I'm currently going to try to give myself five days off a quarter. So that'll come out to like 20 days off a year. Um, I think that's more than most people get, but I'm going to count those as sick days too, or in those 20 days. And I'm going to make sure I spread it out more this year. I kind of, in 2021, I kind of waited till the end of the year to take a a bigger vacation. And even then that wasn't even close to 20 days. So I'm going to try to sprinkle it in more balanced over the course of the year so that I have more energy for when I'm working by taking that time off. I would love to help keep you accountable on that goal because 
I can make sure that we go somewhere if you need to use your time off. That's what we'll I'm just saying. go on vacation. And I'll be we'll like, do I, guys, I have these from days. A beach. There you go. <laughs> I need to use these days. We need to go somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm hearing. That's yeah. awesome. Feeling motivated going into the new year. So great goals. Yeah. Yeah, and I can't wait to listen back to these in 2023 to see if we actually uh, we'll report back. Yeah, hit them. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to end with some goals for the pod here? Maybe get, clue our listeners in. Yeah, so we mentioned it kind of at the end of last year, but our goal, which we is is becoming accomplished. Like we have a great lineup. We have a great lineup really for the next few months. Actually, some awesome content, some amazing guests. Um, I personally am really excited about some of the guests that we have coming up are the guests we've had on the podcast have been amazing and the ones coming up are also amazing. And I just think the content that they're going to be bringing you is something that you're going to look forward to. So that's a goal I would say that we had and it's coming true. Uh, Logan, do you want to add any more? Yeah, I think, you know, our goal when we started the podcast and it remains the same, it's really just to both grow our community of planners, producers, vendors, industry folks, and then also highlighting, like Mary's saying, we have some voices that we've already we're already going to highlight, but we're always looking for more people that we'd like to highlight in the community, especially those that are, you know, I think there's a value in learning for people with different experiences, different backgrounds, different perspectives. So I just encourage you, if you're a listener or you know of someone, um, they don't have to be related at all to any of the topics we've already covered. In fact, that's probably a good thing. Um, but we're always looking for for new voices to feature on the podcast. Couldn't agree more. So um, excited for the year to come. Thank you for sticking with us and keep keep staying strong as a listener uh, and spread the word. So thank you. And But we're not done yet. We need to turn the time over to Logan for our bonus tip. Bonus tip. I think finances kind of came up a couple times in today's goal setting episode. But um, I view finances for my business as not always the most fun part of what it does for running your own business. But my bonus tip is to either set monthly or quarterly check-ins with yourself to make sure you're on track for your financial goals. Now, it doesn't have to be your big goal for the year to do something financially, but I do encourage you if you're a business owner, have some idea of what your finances look like, your, what you're bringing in versus what you're spending. I personally do these uh, on a very surface level and on like a monthly basis. I have a bookkeeper who is my second set of eyes to make sure I'm ready for taxes and things like that. And then I try to set time every quarter just to dive in a little bit more. Cause again, it's not, it's not the sexy part of running your own business, but it is a very necessary part. Totally. Great bonus tip. Thank you. Like starting off strong with a financial tip. So, um, well, thank you everyone again. And so if you'd like to follow us and find us once again, we mentioned it before, but you can follow the podcast on better events pod on Instagram or email us at better events pod at gmail.com, which you are going to want to do. Because as a reminder, we teased this at the beginning of the episode, if you send us ideas for content and topic suggestions of things that you would like to hear on the podcast, we will enter you into a drawing to win one of five Starbucks gift cards. We truly mean it. We want your feedback. It's season two. We need content ideas. We have stuff we want to talk to you about or talk with you about, but we'd love to just talk about what you actually want us to talk about. So I, I was going to say. Mary, we have a, we have so many ideas we from do. ourselves, but I think this is where we want to we want to hear from the listeners. We want to hear from you because again, whatever you guys are interested in listening and you know learning more about is probably going to align with stuff that we've thought about. But at the same time, we always are looking for new and different ideas to bring you guys fun content. 
yeah so if you want it if you're like oh i missed the email check out the show notes it's all there win a starbucks gift card help us out and thank you so much again for listening to the better events podcast thanks everyone <laughs>